good morning and welcome to our podcast. My name is Tracy Marsh from Three Shape UK. I am joined this morning with Chris McConnell. Good morning, Chris. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for inviting me on. Now, today we're going to talk about um, efficiencies and we're also we're going to start off with Chris actually opened up his fully digital focus practice about three years ago. Um, so we're going to talk about that. So, Chris, tell us about your journey. Yeah, thanks very much. Uh, first, I'd like to um, thank you, Tracy, for inviting me on the call. I'd also like to thank the Three Shape for your time as well. And I'm really excited uh, to be able to share with you uh, the journey that I've had in digital dentistry, um, and especially most notably with the opening of our practice uh, three years ago. So my background is that you know I'm a general dentist. I have an interest in um, implant and cosmetic and sedation work. And I've been in general practice for 15, 16 years now. Um, and the level of the work that I was doing or starting to do kind of wasn't really generalist anymore. And I thought, you know what, we need something else. And there was there was a little cog or uh, something that was missing uh, from how I did dentistry. And really what it was, was the digital platform. So exactly as you say, three years ago, well, it was actually four years ago now, we decided to set up a fully digital squat practice and it opened three years ago. Um, now I'm based in um, lovely Cornwall, uh, which is not the most affluent county. So there's a struggle there. However, since we've opened the fully digital squat, uh, it has gone phenomenally well and our income has way outstripped our generalist practice um, and it's getting busier and busier every week. So the workflow that we really incorporated was to make sure that it's a patient experience and that we have digital from the word go. So the, the, the design thread really was for us to make the practice look and feel like an Apple shop. And if we could do that, then we would tap into that kind of desire and how people feel about Apple products. Uh, and I would have to say we've done that really successfully. Okay. So from you going to from traditional dentistry to digital, what was your learning curve there? When did you go? Did you have certain parts of the digital first and, and then you decided to go completely digital? What was your turning point? At what point did you go fully digital clinic? Um, <laughs> uh, it was it was basically overnight. Um, I, I had done no digital other than having uh, computers to do my notes on and a digital camera. Uh, so I was fully analog. And then um, part of the remit with the new place was it's got to embrace digital. It's got to embrace change. It's got to be very different. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was literally uh, overnight and it, it was a very, very steep learning curve. So it went from zero digital to fully digital, um, you know, don't get me wrong. It hasn't, it, it didn't open the doors and suddenly we were, um, knew everything digital. It's been a very steep learning curve, uh, but it's been a learning curve that's been really fun. It's been exciting. Uh, it's um, it's almost like a hobby um, rather than a job. Um, so yeah, so it was um, day minus one analog, day one digital. See, that's quite exciting. And did everyone really embrace it and just go, this is it? We're digital now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I, I did it and there's no reason why everyone else can't. Um, if I'm being really blunt, uh, I think the whole kind of hog two feet jump in 
actually made things easier uh, because we weren't having to balance the a, a digital with an analog um, because I, I do feel that if you're going to do digital, you need to do digital, that you can't really do digital in combination with analog because you, there are interfaces that don't really match up very well and it can be a little bit more cumbersome. Therefore, it could possibly put one off doing digital. So the, when you do introduce a digital workflow, it's important to look at the whole workflow, uh, but very importantly, looking at it from how you work and also what efficiencies that you can get back from your digital workflow. And I think that's the key. Okay. So what, tell me what kind of services you offer when you've gone completely digital. What's your kind of your daily or your weekly routine? Um, okay, so uh, we offer um, uh, basically Invisalign, implants, veneers. That's our kind of market. That's what we're looking at with the digital because that's where it engages people most. Um, our routine would be that um, I'm working uh, three days a week in the clinic uh, and we have a hygienist in for a day. And we have a what we call a team scanning day uh, on on the fifth day. Okay, and what's involved in the team scanning day? Uh, well, the team scanning is really it's all about efficiencies. Okay, so um, I, that let's not beat about the bush here. Uh, digital dentistry is not cheap. Um, you have to buy the scanner. You have um, ongoing um, uh, subscription costs. Uh, the labs may charge a little bit more for printing. Uh, so there are increased costs. And one of the key things really that I had to look at very early on was how I can mitigate these costs and how I can generate a passive return or uh, an income revenue on this. Um, and being the kind of the weird sort of person that I am and I look at everything in detail and at the efficiencies, um, we decided to really have a team scanning day. A team scanning day is where um, one of the team will be scanning patients uh, in the clinic. So I'm not there um, and they are scanning um, Invisalign patients. They're scanning patients for implant guides. They're scanning for the hygienist so they're doing perio scans um, and also they're doing smile designs with patients. And we looked at the costings of all of this. And as I said, it's very important to get that return. I do think that's essential. Um, and now we currently run at one day a week, which is seven hours, at half an hour per patient. And we charge the patient 80 quid for the scan. OK, so 14 patients, 80 quid um, each. Then we're getting a revenue of, of um, 11, well, £1,120 for that day. My running overhead costs are around 350, so we're making a net profit of 770 for not being there, not doing anything. And when you upscale that, then um, to the full year, then you're looking in the region of just under 35k. Now, 35k is paid for your scanner and it's paid for all your um, subs quite comfortably for one year. So you only need one year of doing this, and you've you've hit the return. Um, and then on top of that as well, we have, as I said, the smile design um, uh, planning sessions. Uh, sorry, not planning sessions, the smile design um, uh, sessions with the patient. Now, a patient will ring up and they can come in. It's free for the patient. They're seeing our treatment advisor. 
and you actually don't need to scan for this you just need two photos and then you put in two the three shape the uh the the, the um, smile design studio so they sit there they put the smile design studio smile design studio i absolutely love it is so simple and uh, i remember a few years ago speaking to uh, livio and he was going three shapes said i need it in six clicks and do you know what it's delivered it's fantastic it's at six clicks you've got your smile design and so because of that, really, the treatment advisor can can do this very easily. Uh, and although there's a fantastic library um, uh, of, of options, we, we really stick with four. And the treatment advisor will go through with the patient, let the patient sort of self-design their smile, come up with the smile at the end, and then we can email that motivational smile design to the patient. Now, that is massive. And it lets the patient see real time what's happening. Now, we spend an hour doing this, and I think that's fair. And where the patients really value the service is in the time that we've taken and also in the fact that they're getting something tangible that they can walk away with on their phone, show their friends or family. And then then they feel that they've actually got something from it rather than just a face-to-face chat and showing on models. Uh, now, last quarter, um, we had a 44% uptake um, from from this, which uh, generated us just over £60,000 worth of work um, from free consults. Yeah, 44% is a good good um, turnaround for that. Now, you have used Implant Studio as well, I believe. You've integrated that into your practice. Correct, yes. And what were you using... At- did you do implants beforehand or is this is this was this new to you? Is this your first time into it or is it just something you've done traditional, which again you've just turned digital? <laughs> um, okay, so yes, I have been doing implants for many years. <laughs> I didn't suddenly do, do implants. I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I've been doing implants for the best part of uh, fifteen years and um okay. We, I, I do um, uh, more advanced stuff, so we're doing bone grafting, ridge splits, uh, all in four sixes, those sort of stuff. Um, so, yeah, the analog way is good. Um, however, the digital way suddenly brings in this new platform of predictability uh, and also of being able to go more minimal. So, yeah, Implant Studio, phenomenal. That's probably what I use most. And it allows me to um, scan and plan and print our stents for our implant system. Um, so do you do that in-house as well? So you're doing all the printing yourself completely? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so so I, I'm a little bit of a control freak here, okay? Um, <laughs> okay. And <laughs> there are many systems, and I'm sure they're good, uh, where you scan and you send off to a lab and the lab send you back something for approval. Now, um, personally, and this is just my feelings on it, I, I think that's very risky uh, because there's a, it's multifactorial. Okay, the lab haven't seen the patient; they don't understand what's going on. You need to be looking at vertebral heights. You need to be looking at uh, bruxist tendencies. You need to be looking at occlusal stabilities. You need to be considering uh, emergencies. You need to be considering whether you're uh, looking at um, uh, just white or you needing to do white and pink in final restorations. You're needing to look at smile lines. So there's so much that you're looking at. And really the lab, although you'd need to give them a lot of information, they I don't think they can deliver 
really the predictability that you should be looking at as the placing and restoring clinician. So, um, so yeah, so I, I'm sitting there, I know the patient, I've seen them, I've seen it real time. We've probably had a trial where, and we're looking at where we want our implants placed, then, uh, then I will um, plan. Now it only takes 20 minutes, it's not a huge amount of time, um, but I will know predictably where my implants are going. I can you know, I can get it you know, measured down to you know, 0.1, 0.2 of a millimetre with confidence. Uh, I have planned, so I know my surgery and I write out my action plan for my surgery. So I'm, I'm, I'm digitally placing the implants while I'm planning. And so this gives me a real time framework to work from and an action plan. So that action plan goes on a whiteboard goes into the surgery and we follow that action plan because I've done it digitally. So there's no surprises. And the best part of it is, as I said, the predictability. So we've moved from analog where I was raising more of a flap maybe than would be ideal, but you're having to get an idea of locations and landmarks to digital where we're doing probably 50% of our stuff flapless. And this is phenomenally quicker. It's much better for the patient. Uh, there's better healing. There's uh, less post-operative pain. So it's, it's an absolute win-win. Uh, and without the digital studio, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, that's good. That's good. So what's what's next for you? <laughs> We've gone completely digital. You've got everything. What What is the plans for the future? Um, it's really just continue along the path we're at. Uh, I mean... Uh, I, I, in a way, I have to sort of thank COVID because the businesses in the last year has skyrocketed. Um, I, there's, there's definitely a sentiment out there for people wanting to do things they've been putting off, maybe. Um, and I'm sure I know other colleagues have had the similar sort of feedbacks. Um, but you know, we, we've just absolutely skyrocketed and we're focusing more and more on the niche things that I want to to be doing as, as me um, and what we've done now we've had to when I say had to it's, it's a nice had to uh, we've had to bring on a, another dentist um, this year to be doing the routine work because I just don't have time uh, I think our waiting lists are now uh, three to four months to, to get somebody in so this is kind of sits a bit uncomfortably with me having historically always worked a, a week to two week kind of turnaround time to suddenly having waiting lists of three months four months um, so yes, yeah, so we've got a, another dentist in, they've started, um, uh, with us and, um, they're doing all the routine stuff. Uh, so really it's focusing on implants, veneers, uh, and Invisalign. Uh, that's the, really the focus of moving forward. Yeah. And, and I do agree with you. I've heard that a lot. There's a lot of time that the COVID did give us was give you back time to do things, <laughs> to, to hone it and maybe, maybe change. So I have heard that before. So at, at the moment, what other projects do you have going on? Um, I know you're president-elect of the BACD, um, but you have lots of projects going on at the moment. What yeah. What are you working on just now? Yeah, so um, as I said before, efficiencies is, is my bag, okay? And I think there is huge scope now in the dental world for people just to take stock, especially at the current time of what's just kind of happening and happened, and look at efficiencies across the board. Um, so 
one of the things I do is I, I, I work quite closely with Ivoclar Vivadent and we have, uh, um, in association with them, we're running out an efficiencies course. And it's really looking at all the real life efficiencies that you have in practice. So, you know, where can you save time on, say, your restorations? What are the materials? Do you understand the materials science? Do you understand what you're using, why you're using, where the efficiencies are that you can make savings on time with these materials? Um, and it, and it really runs from clinical all the way through kind of non-clinical aspects. Um, and and this is really, really interesting because I've been approached by a number of different companies now, all with the same kind of thought and viewpoint that the efficiencies is the new buzzword. And without a doubt, it is. I've been doing this with Ivoclar for like three or four years, and it's something that is just is really growing and growing and it's getting traction. Um and I think it's really important for general dentists to be looking at efficiencies. It's very easy to do what we've always done. And I think COVID, exactly as you say, has been the big kind of leveler. And it's made people go, OK, doing what we've always done, there have been habits that have been introduced that may be a bit sloppy, uh, maybe are not efficient. Uh, so let's look at our protocols. And um, yeah, the Ivoclar um, efficiency program that I'm doing with them is really that kind of kickstart and you don't have to go away and spend hours and hours trying to find out or figure out what the efficiencies are it's literally a how-to book of efficiencies so so that's one project um and the other project that I'm, uh, I'm involved with as well that's quite close to my heart is efficiencies but um with younger dentists and that's uh the real dentist course that uh, I set up uh, last year uh, the Real Dentist course is really aimed at uh, younger dentists who maybe just graduated up to maybe year four or five being out or looking to go private. And it's looking at all the efficiencies that is required uh, to help you maximise your income, uh, to be able to provide outstanding and ethical care to your patients uh, and to be a great associate and to be someone that actually can command um, a job rather than trying to compete for a job. Uh, we have I think, 12 uh, delegates on each course. Uh, and really the whole purpose of it is a 10 month online modular course. Um, uh, so you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, and, um, and then what we do is we run through everything from um, uh, how to deal with patients, understanding patients, understanding uh, composites, the materials, and uh, you know tips and tricks with extractions, with dentures. Uh, we look at digital, as you know. Thanks very much to you guys. You're heavily involved with this uh, in the in the digital part. Um, it's looking at how to write resumes, CVs. It's looking at how to apply for jobs. It's looking at finance, how to spread your finance. Um, it, so it covers everything, really, all the questions that you need to know. And the course kind of came about because we have all been there we've all done the same thing we've all asked the same questions um, and as president-elect of the BSD I have a lot of young guys come up to me and go you know what advice would you do what advice would you give to me starting out my career and you know it's really hard uh, to give that advice because everyone's different and unique but the similar the, the trend that kind of runs through all of these questions uh, is actually you know how do I upskill and the reason they need to upskill is because sadly the dental schools don't have the time or ability or whatever is going on but these guys are coming out now not really knowing how to get into real dentistry in where you know, finances are real patient concerns and finances and queries are real 
And it's not about the idealistic um, Valhalla dentistry. It's about, you know, the back to basics high street dentistry. And that's really what the Real Dentist course covers. Uh, you know, and the other spin to it is I've done many, many courses. And one of the things that really gets my goat is that when I do a course, it's great. I pay my money and I go and do it. But I don't always get all the information. And now working within the level I work and knowing all these people who deliver these courses, I can see and I've understood why this is delivered in a certain way. OK, um, and it's delivered in a certain way for commercial gain for really because you're, the, the companies are sponsoring it. So that's fair enough. But what happens is sometimes the key nugget information bits are not there. So the real dentist course is really about giving you those key nuggets. So rather than you doing 20 hours or 20 courses, rather, um, you know, we look at that and we go, this is the key nugget you need to learn. Boom, go run. You don't have to, to spend six hours me telling you to get there. This is it. Go do it. And it's really just fast tracking for younger dentists uh, to get um, uh, uh, better, quicker upskilled okay. and get jobs. That's really what it's about. And I'm delighted. But which is the most important thing? Uh, absolutely. And I'm delighted to say that uh, of the of the 12 currently, we've facilitated five of them now getting into really, really nice posts uh, through my direct contacts. Uh, and and that's, that's lovely. And that's lovely to see. The and, and best feedback you can possibly get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And the associate and the, the principal are both delighted because they're getting someone who's motivated and knows what they're doing. So that's my projects at the moment. So, Chris, as well as that, what you've been working on with Ivoclar, I hear there's been some exciting stuff with the BACD as well. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, yeah, also, so with the British Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry, as you pointed out earlier, I'm uh, president-elect with, and we've been really focusing um, on great opportunities for the digital workflow uh, in, in more cos cosmetic practice as well for our members. Um, part of this is the really the great learning opportunities that can come from digital workflows and these are looked at at local study clubs where we have uh, six to eight local practitioners meet up in somebody's practice or a, a close locality so travel is not a problem and we can do that easily after work and with each study club there's an agenda that we follow uh, where it will walk people through how to advancing their cosmetic career and looking and using digital as well. So that's really exciting. And I think the big one for us also is um, having a digital hands-on at conference. Uh, this is always a really, really big focus each year and it's a fantastic opportunity for people to try that uh, digital for maybe the first time, real-time hands-on. Uh, and, you know, and it's not just one digital platform. You can try multiple different digital platforms and you can see how it is put in in practice. So again, that's really, really exciting for us. Okay, okay. And do you have any dates coming up? So yeah, we have our conference coming up in, in November this year uh, in Edinburgh. And we're really looking forward to this. Edinburgh is a fantastically special place. Uh, it is always great fun. And we have a huge, phenomenal lineup of speakers uh, um, there this year. And then next year, equally exciting, we have our conference again in November 2022, and it's at the Celtic Manor, which is on the outskirts of Newport in South Wales. And again, that's going to be very heavily digitally involved. So, and I know you guys are involved heavily with that as well. So I'd like to thank you in, in advance. Yes, yes. 
<laughs> I was going to say, we, we've looked that up and that is a very nice venue as well. <laughs> <laughs> now, if somebody was interested um, in your young dentist course and things like that, how how do they get in touch with you? What, what do they have to do? Uh, they can either uh, email me directly at dentistchris at hotmail.com um, or they can go onto the website, which is therealdentist.co.uk. Uh, we have an Instagram page, which is at Real Dentist Course, and again, Facebook, which is The Real Dentist Course. So, you know, please go on there, find that, and then, um, yeah, feel free to Perfect. contact me. Chris, thank you so much for your time today. Um, as always, if there is anything that you need for 3Shape UK, um, please email us at ukinquiries at 3Shape.com. And that includes if you have anything that you want us to pass on to Chris, we're more than happy to do that. Um, again, Chris, thank you so much for your time today and taking the time to do this for us. No problem. Thank you very much for the invitation. And we will see you at our next podcast. Thank you.